Welcome to 20th Century Boy. My name is Radio Mike and this is the inside of my mind. Hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of 20th Century Boy, 20th Century Boy. Featuring me, Radio Mike, Australia's most lovable nerd. Here I am again for another week and what a pleasure it is to have you What a pleasure it is for me to be in your ears right now. Think about that. Think about actually the marvels of what podcasting really achieves. I'm sitting here in a moment in time at my house recording this and you could literally be anywhere in the world, anywhere in the universe theoretically right now, right? Listening to this moment in time that I have recorded for history forever. Pretty crazy stuff. Uh, 20th Century Boy is a podcast where I talk about the day-to-day, week-to-week life of being a radio and podcast producer from Melbourne, Australia, in his mid-20s, living by himself and trying to make it through the rough and tumble of just being a young man making his way through life. And that's kind of the lowdown of this podcast. As always, well, not as always, this only started a few weeks ago. Do a 360. Do a 360 spin on the spot right now at the start of the episode. Just look around. Keep your eyes open. And if you happen to see me at the exact time that you're listening to this, in the flesh, obviously you can't be looking at like me on a screen or anything. If you happen to see me in the flesh while you're listening to this exact moment and only this exact moment, you win the podcast. You officially win the podcast and the podcast ends forever, which is actually a really dangerous thing to put out there. But yeah, if you happen to just be listening to this show, you're listening to this bit right now, you do your 360, do it at the start of every episode, look around. If I'm there, you've won the podcast. Come up to me and say, Mike, I've just won the podcast. And then prove to me, don't pause the podcast when you're listening to it. Prove to me that you're up to this point. And when someone does that, they've won the podcast. It is a very, very exciting time to be in podcasting. Because you can do, I believe we are the only, I believe we are the only podcast in the world that has a way for listeners to win the podcast. Other podcasts, they just, they're just going to go on and on and on forever. No one can win them. This podcast is winnable. You can win the podcast. So actually, every time you listen to this podcast, as much as you want a, you know, an escape from the world and a little bit of lighthearted comedy and fun and and stuff in your life for that moment, you're also entering a pretty competitive competition. In fact, a very competitive competition. And so many people are listening. I, I guess there is a there is a home ground advantage for people who live in Melbourne. It's much easier for them to win the podcast. But, you know, you just got to give it your best shot. Once COVID ends and international flights open up, I could be anywhere in the world. I could be in the UK. I could be in America. I could be in Japan. I don't know where I could be. So you've always got to keep your eyes peeled. I'm actually recording this episode on a Monday. I usually record it on a Tuesday, but due to some schedule rejigging, uh, I've decided to do it a little bit early this week, and I, f- I felt like I had enough content to do the episode early this week, which is also good. 
Uh, so I was just ready. I didn't have much on this Monday afternoon, so I decided to sit down and do it. I just wanted to start off, as I usually do, just by saying that I've had quite a good week, just my normal week of working away and doing a lot of thinking about progressing my own content. Currently, I have a lot of ideas swirling around my mind of content, fun stuff that I want to do, but I'm just sort of putting a lot of it off pretty much because I just don't have time because I'm working so much. Uh, And I talk about this most podcasts and I guess you're probably sick of it, but I guess like just to put in perspective to where we're at for stuff I want to do, obviously at the moment I'm putting out personally two podcasts a week, which is this podcast and the Popped podcast, my other podcast, which you should definitely check out. Um, The other thing that pretty much a lot of people are hanging out for and I really do want to make happen is uh, the Harry Potter and the Boys spin-off podcast. So if you listen to season one of 20th Century Boy, you will have heard Harry Potter and the Boys, which was my Harry Potter fan fiction that I wrote in year seven. That podcast is is coming. The artwork is done. Uh, the format's there. I just literally need time to sit down and do it. And when I finished work for the week and done everything I need to do, I'm always really tired pretty much. So there's that. There's also my comedy series that I've written and shot two episodes of. I want to do five episodes for a first season. And I revealed the name in the Discord. Uh, Discord is like a group chat app. There's probably like 100 people in the 20th Century Boy Discord now. So definitely shoot me a message if you'd like to join it. I revealed the name of my comedy series in the Discord. It's called Mike Check. Uh, My good friend Angus is editing it, uh, episode two of it right now. And I'm in the process of coming up with ideas for episode three so keep your ears peeled for that and also Mike plays games with friends which is uh basically me playing video games with friends the first one with Keelan from the Luke and Lewis show is uh already ready to go I just want to film a few more and again that's a time thing so there's lots of Mike content coming my way a lot of people have been asking where editor Mike intern Mike and Siggy Mike are are they coming back all of them will return they are people who used to work on this show but due to COVID our money's been tight so and a few other uh, variables have popped up, limiting them from being able to be part of the show. They will all come back. I did float the idea in the Discord, uh, you know, of maybe eventually moving toward having a Patreon and having like an exclusive podcast that's me, intern Mike, Siggy Mike, and editor Mike catching up each week uh, as a Patreon bonus podcast. So I'm toying with the idea of doing a Patreon. Um, I don't know if if people are interested in that, but if that's something that people are interested in so we can put some bonus content and give me like maybe even like an extra day a week to do mic content, that'd be awesome. Um, so yeah, there's a lot that I'm thinking about at the moment and it's, it's, uh, it's really cool. Speaking of uh, Patreon and I, I, I'll just say that I want to do a special thanks to two listeners of the show. Uh, one of which was probably from six months ago. One of which was this week. And they are Radio uh, Radio Greg. Welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Greg. And Radio Scooter. Welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Scooter. The Radio Family is the collective group of listeners of this podcast. If you listen to the show, you're part of the Radio Family. If you contribute to the show, you're part of the Radio Family. And if you become an, an esteemed member, you eventually become a radio superstar which is a higher classed version of a radio family member. Confusing if it's your first listen, but stick with it. You'll find it funny eventually. Uh, Both of those listeners of the show have really generously donated money to this podcast. Um, I won't say any amounts or anything and I won't like, I'm not going to like ask for money on this podcast because I love doing it. And the podcast, you know, this podcast will always be free, obviously. 
um, but it's just really generous for people to to uh, donate money. So I just wanted to do a shout out to those two listeners on the show for, you know, any any money that comes in basically just pay each month. The main cost of this show, other than the time cost, is just paying for the show to be on the internet. You just have to host it. And that's just a fee each month. So, yeah, that would be the main cost. The rest of the stuff kind of pays itself off. Like all the microphones, the gear, the laptop, all that stuff sort of pays itself off because I'm working other jobs. So, that you know, they're kind of an investment for me to be making shows for other people as well. Um, so it, it's, you know, there's a small cost that's just like keeping the lights on and keeping this podcast online. Um, so, yeah, just, 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 yeah, no other reason than just thanking those guys for, for keeping the podcast on for a few more months, basically. Other than that, and I, you know, I talk more about this, I talked more about this on the Popped podcast this week, but it's just been such a big week for games so far that I just wanted to touch on. Massive nostalgia trips in uh, a new Crash Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot It's About Time, coming out very soon. Uh, a new Pokemon Snap game, uh, which is called New Pokemon Snap. If you don't remember Pokemon Snap, it was the game where you'd go around on rails and take photos of Pokemon in like a real world environment. And it was so good. There were all these like, it was sort of like a, it was actually sort of like a puzzle game where you could, you could throw things at the Pokemon to make them move. And if you threw, you know, if you pushed a Pokemon into lava or something, it could evolve and like stuff like that. I'm really excited for what gaming has to bring alongside all the PS5 stuff that's coming later in the year. It is really exciting. Obviously I talk more about gaming and pop culture stuff in the popped podcast. So go have a listen to that if you like as well. Aside from the Discord, there's always multiple ways you can get in touch with the show. RadioMikePod at gmail.com is a great way to get in touch via the email. You can also leave a voice message there or via the via the podcast phone number, 1-800-GET-FUCKED, 1-800-438-353. More on that number a little bit later. Otherwise, any of my socials. It is currently today the fourth Monday of the month. And long-term listeners of the show will know that there is something that happens on the fourth Monday of every month on this show. Something really special happens. And new podcasters, well, welcome, first of all. But second of all, you're, it's a really good time to be joining because this is one of the most wholesome parts of the show. It is time for the monthly update of uh, one of the show's best friends. Well, the best friend of the show. He calls himself Radio Nacho Cheese. We have no idea of his true identity. But, uh, well... He has a message for us this week, so let's do one of these. Yeah, g'day everyone, it's uh, Radio Nacho Cheese here. G'day Radio Mike, it's uh, Radio Nacho Cheese here again. Radio Nacho Cheese here again. Radio Nacho Cheese here. He's Radio Nacho Cheese and this is his weekly update. Still need to update that sting to say monthly update as opposed to weekly update, but basically Radio Nacho Cheese is a friend of the show who rings the mobile number for the show, 1-800-GETFKD, 1-800-438-353. He used to ring it every week and leave a message. That's how we started Nacho Cheese's weekly update. Now, we, we in 2020, we reduced it to a uh, monthly update. Now, last month, the month of May, we received no word from Radio Nacho Cheese. Radio silence from Radio Nacho Cheese. And it was... Frankly, it was really concerning. And I know myself and a lot of the radio family were really worried about nacho cheese. We got to the bottom of it, though. 
And he actually sent us this voice message last month uh, that kind of highlighted where he was. And he was in a bit of a mixed place emotionally and, you know, he was really busy. So we then started the hashtag spread your wings nacho cheese, basically saying, hey, nacho, we get it, man. If you can't do the monthly update anymore, we get it. You don't have to do it, right? But if you want to do it, we'll be here for you. Hashtag spread your wings nacho cheese. And nacho came back and he said, guys, thank you so much for your support. I'll be back on June 22nd. That's today. And I opened my email inbox unexpectedly today to find a voice message from Radio Nacho Cheese. And he addresses a few things in this. The main thing that he addresses is uh, how a listener, Radio Robbie, welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Robbie, a few weeks ago, said that he believes Radio Nacho Cheese's true identity, which is unknown to all of us, uh, could be my cousin Dave. And Radio Nacho Cheese does address this rumour in the pod, in his message this week. Let's hear from Radio Nacho Cheese and see what he, what message he has for us this month after a long, long time waiting. Hey, g'day, Mike. It's, uh, and the Radio family, sorry. G'day to all of you. It's uh, Radio Nacho Cheese here, 10.35am on this Monday, the fourth Monday of June for the year. Uh, just here to say g'day with me monthly update. I'm in a better place than last month, so uh, I just want to say thank you to those that reached out and whatnot. A few things to address. Firstly, uh, I did shit myself when Robbie thought, you know, he had found who I was. However, he's wrong. I'm not Dave. I think Dave's like 31 or 32. I'm only 24, so any question I've ever been asked, I've never lied about. So what I've told is true. So, yeah, I'm definitely not Dave. Anyway, to keep trying... And then lastly, also, Mike, I know you're having uh, people uh, have their own segments. Obviously, I've already got my own segment, but if you ever require one that just rhymes perfectly, I was thinking we could have nacho cheese's macho knees, and I could just go around looking at macho characters and, you know, just breaking down what their knees look like. It's a very shit segment. However, the rhyme is perfect. Macho knees with nacho cheese rhymes perfectly. Terrible segment. But if you've got nothing else, mate, you know I'd be happy to do it. Send me photos of celebrities and I'll just break down what I think of their kneecaps. Anyway, have a great day, everyone. Great week. And, uh, yeah, cheers. Bye-bye. Interesting there, and we will get to that later. He has pitched his own segment, which is a little segment we've been running where listeners can pitch their own segments. So, Radio Natchez, I will talk about that part of your message later. So, thank you for including that. So he does give us a new bit of information there that we definitely didn't know before. And thank you so much, Nacho Cheese. He's 24 years old. Now, I don't believe... I certainly don't think I knew that. I could have... It's possible I've forgotten him saying that, but I don't believe he has told us that he is 24 in the past. So we now have a bit more information on Radio Nacho Cheese. So you know now, if you meet someone who sounds like Nacho Cheese, but you know that they're 20 years old, right you know that it's not Radio Nacho Cheese. He's 24. So if, you, if you're in a conversation with someone, because part of this podcast, again, another way to win the podcast is to discover the true identity of Nacho Cheese. There's multiple ways to win the, win the podcast. Now, if you're having a conversation with someone and you think, well, this guy sounds like a Nacho Cheese, I'd do something like, something casual like, how old are you, man? And if he says, I'm 24... That's when you pounce. That's how you know it's Nacho Cheese. Find out his identity. Really interesting stuff there. One thing about Radio Nacho Cheese that is still unresolved, and Nacho, I would love 
for your next uh, monthly update to address this. A few months ago in his monthly update, Radio Nacho Cheese said that he was sending hand sanitizer out to any listener of the show that requested it. Uh, This was particularly at the point where uh, hand sanitizer was really short in supply, especially here in Australia. Uh, As far as I know, uh, no one has received their hand sanitizer, which is really concerning because it raises the question, did Nacho Cheese lie? Did he ever send the hand sanitizer? If he didn't, why did he lie? Can we trust him? I do think we can. I think there is a simple explanation for what's happened here. I think we just don't know what it is. He's obviously busy or something. Or the fourth thing, according to one listener in the Discord, is it possible that the hand sanitizers were stolen by an enemy of the show before reaching their destinations? There are several enemies of the show. The other Radio Mike, the guy from America who calls himself Radio Mike, he's the biggest enemy of the show. You know, he could have something to do with this. Uh, Christian O'Connell, the radio announcer on Gold 104, he's another enemy of the show. Uh, Lots and lots of enemies of the show, so there could be some tampering. We're not really sure. So Nacho would love to get a status update on the hand sanitizer, please. I think that would be great. The other thing is Radio Robbie, uh, I do believe it's been disputed that that uh, Radio Nacho Cheese is my cousin Dave. I don't think that's true. And if I recall correctly... You need to make a public apology to Radio Nacho Cheese and the wider radio family uh, for the accusation. So we'll be expecting that next week. It can just be a, it can be via text or it can be via voice message. You choose however you express yourself better. Send through a public apology. That'd be great. Speaking of ways to get in touch with this show, uh, many of you will know the show has a phone number. You can contact the show and leave a voice message for the show at any time by calling 1-800-438-353. Also on the keypad, that's 1-800-GET-FUCKED, as in G-E-T-F-K-D. We crowdfunded this number. We crowdfunded over $300 to actually buy this phone number. So now we own the phone number, 1-800-GET-FUCKED. And still encouraging people to use the phone number. Call it up. Call the number. And last week I asked people on the show to create a jingle for 1-800-GET-FUCKED. A jingle, a catchy jingle. You know, there's a lot of catchy phone number jingles. Uh, if you're an if you're an Australian, you'd probably be familiar with uh, 133032, you know, Lube Mobile will come to you. That's 131332, stuff like that. Uh, the reading and writing hotline, 13006555506, classic phone numbers like that. What's the one that's like 131166? I think it's Pizza Hut. See, some of them, you like, you just know the jingle. You don't even know where it's from, which I guess is actually bad marketing. But, you know, you know, there's a lot of phone numbers that just have a jingle that's great. So I've asked the listeners of the show to create a jingle and feel free to submit them. Feel free to submit your jingles. Our first jingle, which as of now will be the official jingle until someone makes a better one, which might be hard because this is quite good. This is actually a joint international effort from two listeners of the show, one of whom is from Sydney, one of whom is from England. This is an international cross-borders operation to create a jingle for this phone number, 1-800-438-353. 
It's from Radio Alex Sky, Alex Sky, and Radio Scooter McJustice. Scooter McJustice, uh, both of you can take 20 mic points for this contribution to the show because this is amazing. What I'll do is just so you can get it stuck in your head, I'm going to play the jingle for you right now. So just get ready to hear the jingle and hopefully this melds into your mind the same way that the reading and writing hotline or something like that does as well. Here it is. If you've got a contribution to the podcast, there's only one number you see. Go one in hundred four three eight three five three. Amazing, absolutely amazing stuff. So I don't know when do we play that though? Do we play that? I don't know. But basically. I'm going to play it again. I'll play it again, just so it's stuck in your head even more. If you've got a contribution to the podcast, there's only one number you see. Go one in hundred, four, three, eight, three, five, three. It's got a real, like, Broadway vibe to it, wouldn't you say? Like, it's got this um real show business kind of vibe. I really like it. That's the official jingle. I, like... Maybe we just play it as like a sweeper between segments. I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to find a way to, to, to play it effectively. You can still write another jingle. If you think you can do a better jingle, send it in. Send it in and, and try and combat Alex and Scooter's jingle. We'll see how it goes. Uh, so definitely give 1-800-GETFKD, 1-800-438-353. It has a ring to it, 1-800-438-353. Check it out. Give it a call. Leave a message. Except on the weekend, a bunch of people must have been like drunk and left like a hundred messages on it. And that was really annoying because I do have to listen to them all so that I can like choose which ones are good content for the show. None of them were. Uh, So that was bad. But definitely give it a call if you've got something uh, to contribute to the show. I would love to hear your voices. Last week, we spoke quite uh, intensively on the show about uh, the Professor Flitwick conundrum which uh, the episode was aptly titled What the Hell is J.K. Rowling's Worst Crime? And I labelled J.K. Rowling's Worst Crime her uh, continuity error in the Harry Potter films where Professor Flitwick went... Well, oh, oh, I'll just play the clip. I, d- I do clips of this podcast if you're new to the podcast and you don't follow me, me on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, radio.mic. I do a bunch of clips from this podcast as well as just other photos and videos and funny stuff. So, radio.mic, here's what we talked about on the show last week. In the first two Harry Potter films, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone and Chamber of Secrets, Professor Flitwick is a very old man. However, and a lot of you will have clicked and know exactly where I'm going with this, from Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban and beyond, suddenly, with no warning, and this has irked me for years and years, Professor Flitwick, still played by the same actor, Warwick Davis, is now a short, stocky, but very young, considerably younger man than the original Professor Flitwick. We all know it. We all saw it. We all wondered why this happened. No one spoke up at the time. No one said anything. I want to know how J.K. Rowling got away with one of the biggest continuity errors in cinema history. Now, that video clip in its own right, was performed very well. It was very, very popular. Uh, I usually film, I usually sort of film some of the podcast, but that video clip, I didn't have any footage of me, so I just made a clip out of Harry Potter footage uh, because the I didn't have camera footage of me because the SD card corrupted after I filmed it, which was really annoying, but it went really well. It also went really well 
a noticeable amount of female interaction. As in, like, I just notice, like, I feel like my demographic skews probably more towards males, which makes sense. But, yeah, I just noticed there was a lot of uh, women relating to that video and finding it funny, which was great to see. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I, and clearly Harry Potter hits a mark with the, the female audience of 20th Century Boy and a lot of dudes liking it as well. But I just noticed more women than usual liking it, which was just an interesting thing I noticed. One thing, uh, th there's been a lot of people messaging the show to follow up on the real answer as to why Professor Flitwick changed. So if you did write in, know that you were one of many that wrote in. Uh, and I, I feel like I kind of knew this. I was sort of playing it up uh, for the fun of it. I did kind of have a vague idea of what happened, but uh, Radio, Jack, Radio Jack Walker, welcome to the radio family, Radio Jack Walker. He probably provided the most uh, in-depth and adequate explanation of this. He reached out via Instagram and he said, Mike, if you would like the reason for Flitwick's discontinued discontinuity to remain a mystery, please read no further. Obviously, I didn't want it to remain a mystery, so, uh, so as you'd expect, I read further. This is knowledge you can't unlearn. The man you see in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban is not Flitwick. They booted Flitwick and had Warwick Davis, the actor, take up the additive role of choir master. And that's true. In Prisoner of Azkaban, Flitwick, or not Flitwick, as Jack Walker's saying, was like the choir director or the choir conductor at Hogwarts, which was just a radical shift. After Prisoner of Azkaban, however, they realised they needed Flitwick back in the action, so they brought him back but kept Warwick's new look because it was cooler and sold us the lie that he was Flitwick all along. So this is pretty much in my own investigation and a lot of people talking about it. There are a few things at play here. Obviously, Chris Columbus directed the first two Harry Potter films and then Alfonso Cuaron, however you pronounce his surname, was he, he directed Prisoner of Azkaban, objectively the best Harry Potter film. Uh, it's much more artistic, moody, uh, and, and, and sort of a little bit less like, I don't know, a little bit less a little bit more on the nose than the first two. Like the first two Harry Potter films have a very particular feel to them and they're both very similar. Three really stands out um, because three and four stand out. They're the ones that had only one, like uh, I think it was, it was Mike Newell who directed Goblet of Fire and Alfonso Cuaron who directed Prisoner of Azkaban, uh, which is really interesting. Both of those movies really stand out. The last four, five, six, seven, eight, five, six, seven, and, and seven part two, were directed by David Yates. And I feel like they all have a really similar style as well. So I feel like three and four are where you get the really artistic uh, vibes from them. And I think Alfonso Cuaron's sort of new, I can't say the surname, I don't know how to say it, and I'm really sorry. I feel like his take on the series, like that whole series style, that whole sh movie is so stylistically different to the rest of the, to the rest of the series. And I think that that was part of why Flitwick's design changed. But yeah, that character, wasn't initially supposed to be Flitwick, but they just wanted Warwick Davis to be part of the movie because they liked working with him so much. But then I would argue that it is Flitwick now because it became Flitwick in the future. If you want to debate the Flitwick conundrum anymore, please be my guest. If you want to provide any more commentary on the Flitwick debacle or the Flitwick conundrum, please again be my guest. Uh, it would be Great to have more Flitwick discussion. In fact, I'd love to know just more generally about the life of Professor Flitwick. 
what what did he do in his life? If someone wants to come on the show and do a report on Professor Flitwick, the character, please feel free to do so. <laughs> okay, we do have to do a segment on the show that is a new segment that is really hitting it off. And this segment is called this. Lost in Translation. It is Lost in Translation. I take a song lyric, a well-known song lyric from a well-known song, I spit it into Google Translate and translate it between 20 different languages, then put it back into English. The first one was Bohemian Rhapsody, the line, Mama just killed a man, put a gun against his head, pulled my trigger, now he's dead. And one p- and, a f- and a few people got that right, which makes me feel like this game is achievable. Radio Alex Sky was the one who uh, was the first to get it, so well done, Radio Alex Sky. This week we had a different translation that you guys had to unscramble over the week, and I will say that maybe this one was too obvious because many, many people got this right very, very quickly. Uh... Radio Alex Sky got his second in a row. He's two for two. So well done, Radio Alex Sky. Uh, Radio Billy Freeman, you also got this correct. Uh, and uh, Radio Greg got this correct. And uh, a very special induction to the radio family to Radio Josh, who sent me an email with the correct answer uh, to the song. And more on this later. But he also mentioned that he's 10 years old. And when you know what the song is, also, uh, I would hazard a guess that Radio Josh may be our youngest listener. Welcome very much to the Radio Family Radio Josh. It's absolutely spectacular to have you on board. Take a grand of 50 mic points. It's a pleasure to have you on board. Uh, If you were (laughs) trying to find our youngest listener, who knows? Radio Josh got this correct. And when you find out the song, you will actually be really impressed that he got this one. I certainly was surprised that someone who's 10 years old could get this one. Uh, and, uh, well, a few voicemails came in. You can you can answer the question via text, but you can also call 1-800-438-353. Cue the sting. If you've got a contribution to the podcast, there's only one number you sting. Call 1-800-438-353. Thanks, I've got to play that at every opportunity now. Uh, and Radio Leon Day did just that. Welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Leon Day. Leon Day. And just as a refresher, this was the translation you had to unscramble over the week from last week. Do you feel it? Not just at home. He does not recognise us as standing stones. Now, I did mention that this was a very old singer. Uh, this is a classic song that pretty much everyone would know. And uh, clearly a lot of people resonated and recognised these lyrics because the the translation is pretty corrupted, but there's a few words that do really stand. Uh, Radio Leon Day guessed this. Hey Mike, just calling in for a Lost in Translation guess. I'm going to go with Like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan. Uh, Do I feel it not just at home? Is like, how does it feel to be without a home? He does not recognise us is like... Like a complete unknown. As Standing Stones is like a rolling stone. So yeah, that's my guess. Get fucked. And it is a great guess. Uh, so Radio Leon, Leon Day sent that one in. That was his guess. And look, I'll get straight to the point And I will reveal that the song that was spat in, the song lyric that was spat in, to Google Translate for the Lost in Translation segment last week. The lyric 
the specific, the specific point of the song was this song and this part right here. Recognize us like a rolling stone to standing stones. That's right, it was Like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan, an absolute opus of a song, quite possibly one of the best songs ever written. Uh, I did mention on the show last week as a clue that the singer of this song was not really active or doing music anymore. Totally by coincidence, I realised that Bob Dylan actually released an album uh, (laughs) this week or last week, pretty much. And I've listened to it. It's really good. I discussed it in detail in the Pop podcast. uh, So definitely go check that out this week, as I've said already. Uh, Also, as you probably already know, Radio Greg, Radio Josh, Radio Billy Freeman and Radio Alex Guy all guess the exact same song. And there are a few others. Sorry if I miss you. A lot of people guess this correctly. We're going to divide the mic points evenly. Uh, Everyone gets 10 mic points for that guess. Well done. That was really, really, really good. Uh, And this is a great song. It actually reminded me this week that there was actually, there was a Green Day cover. It was a B-side. Green Day did this amazing cover of Like a Rolling Stone. And it's not on Spotify. I don't know if it's on Apple Music. So I, I always forget about it. And I only listen to it occasionally on YouTube, but it is such a good cover. Here's a bit of it here. Right. Now, this game's going well, and I trust you're enjoying it. I know a lot of people in the Discord debate and discuss the song. Uh, This is the next song for Lost in Translation. Uh, I have chosen the song before recording today. I will say that the first one was Queen, the second one was Bob Dylan. This time, we are stepping pretty far into the future. We are not in the 60s, we're not in the 70s, we're in the current millennium. Uh, and I will say that most people who listen to this podcast, I would assume, will be pretty familiar with this song. It's quite a popular song. So, without further ado, Google, if you could do the honours, start up the translation process protocol.exe.jpg. Initiating translation process protocol. 22% complete, 50% complete, 77% complete, 100% complete. Translation result is... Tell me everything and make sure I have it. He slept in hell. Have fun and have fun. Oh, don't worry. Okay, so that is your lyric to discern this week. I will read it out. One more time in my voice, not Google's voice, just so it's crystal clear what the words are. And those words are, tell me everything and make sure I have it. He slept in hell. 
have fun and have fun. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> so there, there's a fair bit in there that has lasted. I think, actually, there is a lot in there that's lasted. I think a few of you while listening to this already have probably already figured it out. Um, but if you haven't, have a few, there's a few keywords there that definitely ring true. Uh, so definitely uh, have a think about it. Get back to me. Let me know what you think, and we will reveal the answer next week on Lost in Translation here on 20th Century Boy. Let's continue with the show. Oh, and I guess the thing I was talking about with Radio Josh, well done, man, because that's a song from the 60s. And if you are 10, you were born, like, you were born 50 years after this song came out. Like, I'm, I, I would be shocked if, like, a lot of other young kids would know the song Like a Rolling Stone, but... It would have to be one of, I guess it is surely one of the most famous and acclaimed songs of all time. Like if I try to think of like classic songs, just absolute classic songs, it's like a Rolling Stone is, it has to be up there. So very well done to you. You can actually take 20 mic points uh, for that win. Well done. I have decided to start a brand new initiative on this show that may be a first in the podcasting world. I do not believe anything like this has ever been done in podcasting. And that's what this podcast is all about. Groundbreaking stuff. Totally, totally breaking through the mold of all the boring podcasts and doing just great, unprecedented stuff in the podcast world. Now, I can hear you. Mike, how are you going to do that? I hear you asking that. I do hear you. And here's what I've been thinking. This idea sprung to me while I was at my mum and dad's house over the weekend. I realized that uh, a lot of my childhood stuff was in the garage of my parents' house. And I went through and looked at a bunch of it. And what I stumbled across, well, you'll never believe. It was my collection of original Pokemon cards. Yes, that's right. I've got the folder here. Look at them. They're in a display folder. They're great. Collection of original Pokemon cards. Amazing stuff. And when I was looking through this, I realized that of the original set of Pokemon cards, like the original cards, the first few cards that came out, there are actually only four Pokemon cards from the original set that I never had. And this is like, this is what I want to start on the show. The Podcast Pokemon Card Trading Network. If you're like me and there's one or two cards missing from your Pokemon card collection, message into the show what you've got and what you want. And we'll organize a trade, right? We will be we will do Pokemon card trades via a podcast. I want to complete this collection that I would have started 20 years ago. Some of these cards would be over 20 years old. There are four cards I'm missing. Those four cards are and 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 People who used to collect Pokemon cards would know that, because uh, I used to love them growing up. They're just so cool, great to look at. Each Pokemon card, uh, the rarer ones can have like a shiny or they call them hollow forms. And they kind of have like a holographic um, shiny effect on the card. Now, those cards are the most rare. And realistically, I want to get the shiny versions of these cards if I can. Uh, because they're more rare. But I will settle for the non-shiny versions. And I am willing to pay. And if no one wants to trade, and if there are people out there who have these cards 
and have no value for them anymore, I would be happy to let you part with them and take them off your hands for a sum of money. Send a message to my DMs if you've got some Pokemon cards, especially these four. The four cards that I am missing, the four original cards that I'm missing, Aerodactyl, never had an original Aerodactyl, always been blank. Jolteon, never had the original Jolteon card. I've got some shitty light Jolteon card. Don't want it. I want the original Jolteon. If you've got the original Jolteon, hit me up. And the other two are Gengar, right? Gengar, never had a Gengar card. And finally, Dugtrio. The original Dugtrio. Similar to the Jolteon, I've actually got a dark Dugtrio card, but I never had the light Dugtrio card or just the normal Dugtrio card. I don't want the light. I just want... I never had the normal Dugtrio card. Those four cards, Aerodactyl, Gengar, Jolteon, and Dugtrio. If you've got them, send me a message. Let's organize a trade. I got heaps of doubles. I'll trade ya. That is the new initiative I'm starting on this show. Anyone who wants a Pokemon card that they never had, put it up in the Pokemon card trade network, the podcast Pokemon card trade network. I want to make it my life ambition to have every single original Pokemon card. Are you going to help me do it or are you not? I really need your help on this. Four cards, guys. Four cards. By the end of the year, I want to have all four of those cards. If there's other things you'd trade, like non-Pokemon related things, name it. Whether it's money, whether it's some kind of favor, whatever, anything you might think is a worthy trade for a Jolt, original Jolteon Pokemon card, original Aerodactyl Pokemon card, let me know. We'll talk. The, po- the podcast Pokemon Card Trade Network. Help me finish my collection before I die. All right, now here's a segment that we haven't done for a while, and it's an absolute tragedy that we haven't done this. If you don't know the backstory behind this one, well, it's I'm going to do it. do it really quickly. When I was 20 years old, before I got into the radio and podcasting industry, I asked my cousin Dave, who's eight years older than me, to do a podcast with me called The Dave and Mike Show, and he laughed in my face. Five years later, look at me now. I'm making my own podcast. I'm out here in the real wide world. You guys are here listening. We're loving it. Dave's jealous. So I've conned Dave into doing a show with me without him knowing. I ring him out of the blue. I play the Dave and Mike theme song. We do an episode of the Dave and Mike show on this podcast. And eventually I assume we release like a mega compilation of all these Dave and Mike segments and make it a bonus episode of this podcast. So without further ado, I'm going to dial Dave's number now. He may still be at work, so we might just have a limited amount of time with him if he picks up. And I will say that he called me last night and he said that he just wanted to catch up. So it's a great opportunity for me to call him because he clearly has stuff to talk about. So I'm going to call him now and do another edition of the Dave and Mike show. You have reached mailbox number zero four. Five, two. Well, his name is Dave and his name is Mike. Together they are the Dave and Mike Show. Dave and Mike Show. Together they are the Dave and Mike 
Show. Dave, it's Mike. Sorry you couldn't make it to this week's episode, mate. Uh, it's just me solo today on the Dave and Mike Show. Uh, hope you're well. Give me a call back when you can uh, so we can do a proper episode of Dave and Mike. But this does count as an episode of the Dave and Mike Show, the Mike Solo, the day Dave didn't come to the show. Uh, all right, mate. Hope you Hope you're well. And I'll chat to you soon for that catch-up you texted me about because you sent me a text uh, last night saying, oh, you didn't say you didn't say catch-up. You said you were just checking in. So that's interesting. So you wanted to check in on me, which implies that you thought maybe something wasn't was wrong, which nothing's wrong. So if that saves you the trouble of having to call me back, uh, feel free to not call me back. But it'd be great to hear from you on or off the podcast. Anyway, this message has probably gone on for a little bit too long. Uh, feel free to get in touch whenever you want. You know my number. Uh, yeah, well, that ends another edition of... Well, his name is Dave and his name is Mike. Together they are the Dave and Mike Show. Dave and Mike Show. Together they are the Dave and Mike Show. Sorry, guys. Obviously, I couldn't catch Dave. He's. I mean, it's, it's, it's 4.45 when I'm recording that. So, I mean, if he knocks off at 5, which is your general knockoff time when you work a nine to five job. It's called nine to five because generally you work from nine until five. I've, I've probably caught him 15 minutes early, but I think that was a really good addition of the Dave and Mike show because it just showed how we are better as a duo. Like, yes, I can do the show by myself. I can do the Dave and Mike show with just Mike, but that there just proves that we're much better as a duo. So thanks again. Uh, that will definitely make it as part of the the uh, mega compilation of Dave and Mike episodes. Finally for today, and wow, it's been a hell of a show. We've had Nacho Cheese. We've had the Dave and Mike show. We've had Lost in Translation. We've opened the Pokemon Card po- Podcast, Pokemon Card Trading Network. Um, lots of new initiatives happening here. But we have been doing one thing at the end of each show, uh, which is the Pitch Your Own Segment show. Basically, I used to do a segment on radio called Mike's Likes, uh, after that, Keelan, who replaced me on the Luke and Lewis show, started doing a, a segment called Keelan's Millens. So one lucky listener is going to win the chance to do their own rhyming segment on the show. Obviously, Nacho Cheese brought it up at the end of his. So there's going to be two today. That's going to be a legitimate entry. So you can vote for Nacho Cheese's Macho Kneezes if you'd like to. But uh, this time we get in a very poor audio format... Uh, Radio Superstar Zach, and welcome to the radio family, Radio Superstar Zach. Uh, he sent in his uh, his submission for a rhyming segment. By the way, the other ones other than Radio Nacho Cheese's Macho Kneezes is Pat's Fat, where Radio Superstar Pat talks about the amount of fat content in the food he eats. And last week we had Nick's Click, where Radio Nick, Nick's Click, sorry, where Radio Nick talks about the stuff he's been clicking on on the internet. Uh, let's have a listen to Zach's submission. Hey, Radio family, I'm Radio Superstar Zach, and I'm here to pitch my rhyming segment. Apologies, apologies for the wind. I pitch Zach's Wax, a weekly segment that involves the entire Radio family. They send videos of them whacking objects or people to Radio Mike, and I rate them, and each week we decide on Zach's best whack. It's one that not involves, not just involves me, every single member of the radio family. Thank you. 
There you go, guys. Zach's wax. Very good submission there. Very viable submission there from Zach. Uh, I did put up a preliminary poll in the Facebook group for this show, facebook.com slash group slash 20th Century Boy, uh, that was between Nick's Clicks and Pat's Fat. Nick's Clicks definitely won by a landslide. So, Nick, you are current, Radio Nick, you are currently in the lead. I'm going to put out another tentative poll. We're going to have one more, so feel free to submit. Uh, we're going to have one more option on the voting tally before we put this out to a vote and give someone the chance to do this on the show. So then there'll be five. So we've got Nacho Cheese, Pat, Nick, Zach, one more. Uh, so yeah, that pretty much wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for joining me. You can follow me on Instagram at radio.mike, Twitter, it's radiomike, email radiomikepod at gmail.com, call the show anytime you know the number well, his name is Clay. sorry i've just pressed the wrong button on the roadcaster and that's really embarrassing you know the number if you've got a contribution to the podcast there's only one number you see That's right, it's 1-800-438-353, 1-800-GETFKD. Definitely give that a call, radiomikepod at gmail.com. I may or may not have said that. Facebook.com slash group slash 20th Century Boy. Get in the Discord as well. Message me anything. Get in touch anytime. I want more voices on the show. I love having you guys. You, you guys build the show. This show is built by the radio family. Keep messaging in. Uh, the other thing you can do to support this show is leave a review on iTunes and tell 10 of your friends. If you tell less than 10 friends, like if you just tell one friend, you actually get cursed forever, uh, which you don't want. So tell 10 of your friends about the show and leave a five-star review on iTunes. We do accept four stars. We do not accept anything under three, so you have to give those bad reviews to someone else. Uh Finally, the Popped Podcast, that's another way to support me. The Popped Podcast is another podcast I do with my friend Alex every week on a Tuesday. Uh, you can expect that to be out. So subscribe to that. Add it to your weekly rotation. It's more focused pop culture discussion on movie, movies, music, games, TV shows, and news on those things as well. This week we talked all about the new, all of the new games and the news on Crash Bandicoot, Pokemon Snap. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memories. All these new games are coming out. And yeah, I mean, I, I spoke briefly at the start about a Patreon and stuff like that. If that's something, like, if you'd like more content from me, that's sort of the model moving forward, I suppose, for creators. Um, that's something I'm really thinking about starting. And, you know, there's stuff, again, as I said at the start, there's stuff like Harry Potter and the Boys. There's stuff like Mike Check. Mike plays games with friends. Uh, yesterday, at the time of release, so Wednesday... Luke Kidgel came round to my place and we filmed the second ep of Mike Plays Games with Friends, so I'm keen to cut that together. It's all a time thing. It's all a juggling act. I'm loving it. I'm tired. I'm busy. But I'm loving life and I'm loving having you listening to this podcast. That's pretty much all for today, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, oh the other thing. Check out, uh, again, check out Jack Post's podcast, Jackie Road Studios. That's a great new podcast from one of my great mates, Jack Post who uh, interviews guests and writes songs about the interview at the end. They're really great songs. He puts them on Spotify, so check that out as well. My name has been Radio Mike. And this has been the inside of my mind. Catch you later. Bye. Thank you.